Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. All right, all right. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. We're also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, well, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 177th episode, Why Catholic Wives Cheat and How to Handle It When They Do, Part 4, plus live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So, if you got if your wife is cheating or you're having problems like that, then please get in that queue and call 313-723-4225. I will not be hard on you. Matter of fact, I'm going to empathize with you because I've had the same thing happen in my life. And please remember to give back and help other marriages by sharing this podcast. If you're getting value, give it a big thumbs up. Don't wait. Get in that queue for some resolution to your Marriage confusion. All right, gentlemen. So we have the quote of the day and quote, no one, absolutely no one believes in divorce until they want one in quote, Catholic alpha. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, here we go. So let's get quick into this because we got 40 to go over, but we got 30 to do quick. And we got four to four, 10 to get like a little involved in it. So before we get to the first break, let's answer a couple of questions. And again, why does our wife cheat? And it's very important that we understand that, get our head out of the sand. Over the last three episodes, I really dealt, you know, delved deep into this because I want you gentlemen to really understand why a woman cheats, Okay. We think it's because they have no more values. Well, that could be true. But a lot of times it's because things that she does and we do that allows the emotional connection, all important emotional connection to leave in our marriage. A lot of times men think that their wife will never cheat. That is not true. I don't care how great your marriage is. If you get off your game for long enough time, your wife will open the door and allow another man to fancy her, whether it be at her job whether it be at church, whether it be at the at the mall, at Walmart, Meyer, Home Depot, I don't care. It does not matter. We cannot get lazy. We cannot get complacent. And if our wife does not feel appreciative, then that's when the door opens. 
Again, women always give clues and they're going to cheat. We think, oh, we never know. We never know. It just hit me that she was messing another guy. That's not true. Women give clues all the time. You just got to open your eyes and see. Another thing, too, most women won't cheat. Most normal women won't cheat, man, if they know their husband loves them and he gives them enough attention. And a lot of guys think, man, that's a lot of work. You're right, it's a lot of work, but the payoff is great. The payoff is great. You married the woman. Sure, you love her. Keep rocking, Okay. Uh, how do you handle it? A lot of guys don't don't know how to handle it when the guy when a woman cheats. They think they're supposed to go and 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 rough up the guy, confront the guy. And at the end of this, we're going to go over what we do um, after the forty reasons that women cheat. We're going to go over that one more time, as I did in the first episode. Um, another thing too, we as gentlemen, we don't realize that we are in competition for our wife every single day. Hey, I just sent my wife off to the job her part-time job that she likes to do. Don't you think that I'm not that, that I'm thinking, Oh, well, you know, it's going to happen. No, I don't really worry about it. Cause I'm on my game, but you guys who ain't, you, you, you better be, but even me, I don't get, I don't get, I don't poof, have my head in the sand thinking that no one is ever going to, uh, my wife is not going to be attracted to somebody else or my wife wouldn't talk to somebody else. Let somebody talk to her. Because that's the way of life, you know, um, and that's how Satan works. Another thing, too, this is all about Satan, too, guys. A lot of people think, well, you know, she's this and she's that. But what it is has to happen is we've as men, we have not defended our home against the diabolical. And we have allowed Satan in our home, in our relationship, in our marriage. And so that's the reason one of the real that's the main reason that we're splitting apart, that things are not going the way they should. OK, so after the break. We will be back. I just want to get you guys warmed up. We got got 40 to cover, and we're going to do it fast. Hang in there with me. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. So as promised, the 40 reasons wives cheat. And so we're going to get going real quick. So I'm going to name the first uh, 30 um, to get us in in, in the right mood. And um, what that will do is get us prepared for the last 10. Okay. Uh, So first, number one, their husband is a bad or inadequate lover. Number two, their wife was abused sexually as a child. 
Number three, their wife had sex outside of marriage. Number four, the wife doesn't embrace God in her life. Number five, her husband neglects her. Number six, her husband does not listen to her. Number seven, her husband does not defend her with his family. Number eight, she doesn't pray. Number nine, she feels her husband doesn't love her. Number 10, menopause. And so um, if you want to um, get more involved in those first 10, then you need to look at episode number one. Was it? Yeah, 174 on Catholic Alpha Radical Live, uh, YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. Okay. Number 11 of why Catholic wives cheat. No father in the home. Number 12, her parents are divorced. Number 13, spiritual warfare. Her husband is not praying for her. Number 14, she feels her husband won't change. Number 15, she feels the marriage is hopeless. Number 16, the emotional connection is gone in the marriage. Number 17, her husband doesn't make her feel she is priority number one. Number 18, her husband has stopped dating and courting her. Number 19, her husband has or has no or has stopped showing passion for his wife. And number 20, her husband is having or has had an affair. If you want to get more on those in depth, that's episode 175, which is part two. Okay. Uh, number two. Okay. The next 10, number 21, she and her husband are not best friends. Number 22, her husband is selfish. Number 23, her husband doesn't show her any appreciation. Number 24, her husband takes her for granted. Number 25, her husband does not mimic Christ in the home. Number 26, terrible communication in the marriage, arguing, bickering, nagging. Number 27, her husband is a wuss. 28, her husband criticizes her. 29, her husband is the jealous type. And number 30, her husband constantly tries to control her. That is episode 176, part three, if you want to get more in depth with that 10. Okay, and so we are at the last 10. And this has been a long series. Not as long as the mortal sin one, though. Not as long as the mortal sin. <laughs> that, that took, I think that was five episodes. So this is four, and we will be done with it today. So let's get into this, man. Now, this is the last 10. You heard the first 30. You should be thinking about that. Also, you should be thinking, you know, did I leave out anything? Like, is this is there something that I left out? And I could have. I could have. I could have left it out. And um, I don't know why my camera's blurry, but we got to move on and deal with it. Um, so with that being said, let's go get rocking. Number 31, her husband blames her for all problems in the in their marriage and takes no responsibility for anything. Gentlemen, we must realize that looking in the mirror is our friend. We must be willing to look at ourselves and find fault and fix it. Blaming our wife for most of or all things wrong in our marriage pushes her away and makes her feel unloved. Also, blaming without looking in the mirror is unmasculine and wussy. If as a man, we don't have the answer to the problem, complaining only makes us look weak and soft. That is very important. This is very important is that the way, the, the, way, the best way to handle when you have a complaint, if you don't have a, if you, if you complain to your wife, you should have a, 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 a solution already that you're willing to at least you know, work it out with her. Complain to her just to be bitching and whining. That is very unmasculine. 
Another thing that that I've seen a lot of men do is they blame their wife for everything that's wrong. Like it's everybody else's fault or her fault for things wrong in the marriage. And, you know, I do everything right. But of course, they won't say that. No one thinks that they are blaming or that they don't think they no one thinks that about themselves. And the and I don't know why that is. I know why it is because a lot of times we don't you know reflect and look at ourselves. Uh, we're grown today when we're raised as men, we're not raised properly as men. And we think that when there's a problem, we just start bitching and whining everybody, and then that makes us feel better, but everybody else around us is it doesn't. Um, look in the mirror, find what your problem is, fix it. And then your wife will be tended to listen to you and follow you. Okay, number 32. Now, another thing I want to remind you of, too, these things may not seem that they bring cheating around, but they do. When, when you hear me talk, look in the look in the context of cheating and how that could push your wife away. And that's what all these things do in the end. They push her away. They make her avoid you. They make her not want to talk to you. They make her not want to have conversations or spend time with you or have sex with you. All of these things do that over time. And so that's why if you only have maybe one or two of them, yeah. But man, you start having any more than that, you got problems. And it's time to really look at that. I don't, I would never, I, did not do not want my wife to ever leave me because of things that I did and I could have prevented. And that's what this whole series really is about. If you are in a mediocre marriage to a like a bad or a good or great marriage, this these things can really help you to prevent things and not really and, and not lose your wife. If you're in marriage crisis, though, you, you start not doing these things because mostly if you're in marriage crisis, you're probably doing this stuff. <laughs> okay. And she's doing it too. So what you have to do is in order for a grown person to follow you, which is your wife, you have to fix yourself first. Then that will, that will encourage her to follow you. So number 32 is her husband verbally attacks her. This hurts your wife's soul to the core. Strong-willed women will argue and fight back. Many of us have strong-willed women. Most all of us do, um, because most people, are not, most souls, are not going to sit back and just let somebody just keep verbally attacking them and not do it and not fight back or argue back. At least eventually, I mean, at least initially. Okay, so strong-willed women will argue and fight back, but many will say nothing and move away from you. Either way, all will eventually avoid you because, in their mind, there is no use in dealing with the husband who verbally attacks her. Because he will not change. When we verbally attack our wife, the first time we do it, we know it's wrong. But what happens is, depending on how your wife handles it, you will continue to do that and it becomes a habit. So when it becomes a habit, then, and people go, well, I don't do, I I don't call my wife a a name that much. (laughs) That much? (laughs) Like I'll say, like y'all, y'all hear me add, talk to dudes. I go, well, you know, you guys argue and fight. Nah, man, we really don't argue and fight. We only argue like once a week. <laughs> and I'm going, you argue once a week, dang man, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. I think, I, I mean, like I've, I've told uh, guys, my, I think maybe, I can't remember the last time me and my wife argued, but usually it's maybe like once a year, something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but 
all that joking aside, we've got to understand that that verbally attacking our wife hurts her feelings to the core. And it starts to make her think, why am I putting up with this? Why is he doing this to me? And then when she fights back and attacks us back, then, of course, we as men get that um, that uh, protection. I mean, that um, that battle instinct in us to, to argue back and fight back, especially especially if our wife confronts us like she's a man. Right. And my my solution to this one is, man, just somebody has to be the adult, which is you. You have to be the you're the, the protector. It's your job to protect your wife from you. Because so this is why you pull back, you become humble, you become meek like Christ, and you try to get her to solve, just calm down, and you guys can talk it out. Verbally attacking your wife will push her away, and she will eventually either stop avoid will when she will avoid you. Um, and open the door to allow other men to talk to her, or not just that, other women to talk to her, divorced women, single women, to to get to her to start to want to uh, leave her marriage, okay? Number 33, her husband yells at her and raises his voice. This, just as verbally attacking her, yelling and raising our voice to our wives hurts them deeply. I cannot express to this much I cannot express to you, men, how raising just raising your voice to your wife hurts her. I know you're going, but man, that's how I, just how I talk. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I had two. I've had two wives, and I'm a very upfront, truth telling kind of dude, and I don't really care how it comes out because I'm telling the truth. But see, looking back, I had two wives, and I hurt them bad when I would do that. Because no matter if I'm telling the truth or not, it still is the way I say it, my tone of voice. Um, I can't be yelling it. I can't be uh, uh, being aggressive with her. And, and, and you might go, well, why? I mean, I'm, I'm not mad. But what happens is women, are bond, our wives are bonded to us. They are deeply, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually through God bonded to us. And so it's very easy for us to hurt them. And we have no idea that we do. And most women, the first couple of times you do it, they won't say nothing. But eventually they will start what? They start defending themselves. They'll start arguing back. That's how you know you're hurting your wife. That's how you know she's deeply hurt because she starts fighting back. Because most women at the beginning, I'm going to say it again to make it to reiterate and make sure that you get it. Most women, when they're your wife and you start calling them names at first, or you yell at them or raise your voice to them the first two or three times because they love and care for you and they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt, they're not going to, they're not going to fight back. They're not going to say nothing. They might say, they might stop talking to you for a minute. But then eventually when, when you do it again and again and again, you start yelling at them or complaining or whining or bitching and, and, and all that kind of stuff, they are start, will start fighting back, most women. And then that means right there that you've crossed the line and that they are fighting you back that's because they're tired of being hurt what you see is not really what you see is not really them fighting you what you're really seeing is pain and it's very important that men understand the power that we have and the influence we have over our wife um this is why you hear me say one of our missions given from god is to protect our wife from us to 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 not hurt her to 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 be to be caring and loving with her at all times because 
she is very vulnerable to us. And when we don't do what we're supposed to do with our voice and how we treat them, they get very, very hurt. And so that begins the downgrade of our marriage. Okay. Um, see the hurt, just as verbally attacking, yelling, and raising our voice to our wise Hurston deeply, the hurt will eventually turn into he doesn't love me. And then comes the I am out of here feeling for her. Treating our wife mean only pushes them into the arms of another or kills the emotional connection in our marriage. Uh, the way we communicate means a lot. Or ask, or ask yourself, would you have talked to her when you were dating the way you talk to her now? I know this couple, man. I've seen them. I just met them. I really haven't really met them, but I see them. They never laugh. Like he never laughs. She never laughs. I never seen anything like that in my life. And, uh, you know, we were at a meeting and they sat apart. They, like, there was like two chairs and they sat like two or three chairs apart from each other. They didn't sit next to each other. And that is so sad. That is sad. But see, he ain't got a clue. He ain't got a clue what, what that was happening in his marriage. He probably didn't care because he's too busy thinking about himself. Okay. Next, number 34, her husband belittles her and she feels unimportant. As husbands, we, husbands, we must value our wife's opinion. Otherwise, why are we married to them? I've never seen so many guys. It kills me. That when I see guys don't listen to their wife, their wife walks in the room, they don't even look up at her. Kids, too. Kids walk in the room, and people don't even look up at their kid. The kids ignore their kid. Now, I don't mean you allow your kid to, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, interfere or interrupt when you are talking because you're adults, kids are interrupt adults. Um, but what I mean is. The, their wife coming to the room or their kid coming in the room and they don't even acknowledge that they're in the room. Uh, that is really belittling. If I'm a woman, I'm like, man, what's wrong with this dude? Um, that makes her feel unimportant. Uh, I've never, I've seen that a lot. I see that a lot. Um, why are we married to a person that we don't, we don't respect them. They're not important to us. We belittle them. And a lot of times the reason men do that is because of how they feel in themselves. It's really not their wife. It really ain't. She really ain't did anything most of the times. It's really how the emptiness that men feel that we feel in ourselves as a husband. Um, and I've been there. And that's how I can say it. Most of you have too. You know, um, a lot of times we can't overcome how we feel. If we feel bad, especially today, women too, when we, as a society, when we feel bad, we don't care. We make sure everybody else knows we feel bad and we make sure everybody else feels bad around us. That is so selfish as a human person. Um, and when it comes to our spouse, when our spouse comes and walks in the room, we, if we feel bad, we should, we should like, we should reiterate that to them. Like I'm feeling bad and I don't know why. And, and then y'all can have a nice conversation to bring you together about the, about this situation instead of ignoring her or talking bad to her. You see what I'm saying? Belittling, 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 uh, belittling our wife, especially in front of others, pushes her away and hardens her heart towards us. This also makes her feel unimportant in your eyes. And if she feels unimportant, then it's only a matter of time, right? Okay, 
The number 35th reason that women cheat is her husband. Well, I'm going to say wives because I shouldn't, I shouldn't say women cheat because that's a different category, believe it or not. It's a different category. And so there are some things, a lot of these things are there too, but there are a lot of things that are different. So when I, these things are all about wives, not single women. Okay. Single women probably think I hate them. <laughs> I don't though. I don't. I don't hate divorced women either. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, I just, I just point out what, what they can do with those two categories of women can do to a married woman. That's why they probably think I don't like them, but I do like them. I like them. It's, it, hey, it's a lot of things that if, if, if divorced women and single women, if they knew the things that they did and how they were hurting other people, they would probably would try to change. Okay. So number 35, her husband lectures her as if she is a child. Oh man. Our wife is our, is, is, uh, is our helpmate. Our beloved, why do we forget this gentleman? Just because she loves us deeply doesn't mean we can get comfortable and forget that she has feelings, okay? She is not a man. She is the one we promise to make happy and spend the rest of our lives serving, loving, protecting her from all hurt and harm. How is that working out? So again, that is really self-explanatory. Our wife is not a kid. I know sometimes we, women act like kids and me, we act like kids, but in the end, they are grown and we have to make sure that we treat them properly. Okay. If you are, again, um, if you are having um, a, a cheating wife or you have some of these things that are going on right now, give me a call, get a call that you see the, uh, the uh, thing go on the bottom, the banner three, one, three radical. Okay. So here we go. Number 36, her husband is no longer curious about her as a woman and person. Oh, this is a nice big one. Now, being curious about your wife, your wife's growth is very important. It means if you're not curious about her, you're not, you're not interested in her anymore. You don't care about her hobbies. You don't care about what she's learned. You don't care about her, 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 her faith journey with God. You don't care about her, her really what happens at work. You might ask what happens at work, but you really don't really want to know or really care. You know, you know, we're not curiosity is what keeps that fire is one of the things that keeps that fire and passion going in your life. Believe it or not, your wife over the last 10, 20 or 30 or 40 years, man, has learned a lot. She has grown and curi her mind hurt. Believe it or not. I can't tell you how many men that I talk to. Oh, I know what my wife's going to say. What? Oh, I know what she's going to say. I know what my wife's going to do. That ain't true. If that was true, everybody, if everybody knew what, what everybody's wife said, thought, and the action she was going to take, then no one would need a marriage coach. <laughs> no one. Everybody Would nobody get divorced, would they? No. We've got to be curious. We don't know what our wife's going to say. That's why you ask her. Another thing, too. Stop. Do me a favor and stop. Ask. Stop making statements with your wife. Ask questions. You ask questions to learn about her. You ask questions to see what's going on. OK. And, and you, you'll be surprised at the answers you get. All right. 
So when we stop becoming curious about our wives, we lose them. They have grown over the years. They have much to offer us. They have thoughts and opinions. What is her favorite hobby? What is her favorite music artist? How does she now like to be touched? Have all these and many things changed over the years? Curiosity breeds passion and fire. Don't let complacency lose you, your beloved. Okay? Um, I can't tell you how many guys, especially when your wife enters, when a woman enters menopause, she wants to be touched different. Sorry, it's the truth. Women don't, they're different in their 20s. Then once they hit like 35, it's a little different. And then once they hit 40 and 40 and 50 and 60 and 70 and 80 and start getting in menopause and get through menopause, things don't feel the same for them. And so over the years, I've seen many, many guys, husbands, they get frustrated with their wives because, well, this this worked yesterday, but don't work today. <laughs> this felt good to you yesterday. They don't feel good to her today. And we get frustrated with that. But women change. I don't I guess that's why God does what God why God made like that to, to keep it interesting, right? But that is why curiosity is so important. That is why curiosity is so important. Like if you are making love to your wife and you touch her this way and she don't respond, then the next time you need to touch her a different way. Explore, try to understand what's going on. And it works, especially when your wife's in menopause, man. It ain't or on her or on her menstrual cycle, too. Okay. Now, uh, let me see. What is this right here? Uh <laughs> what's up, Matt? <laughs> uh, so here we go. Next, number 37, y'all. Her husband doesn't care to win her heart anymore. Many men are so selfish after years of marriage that they don't even care to try and win the heart of their wife anymore. But they expect her to give them all of the intimacy he wants. Winning the heart of your wife daily is very important. It's much easier, much better than coming home to an empty house. Okay? When I say win your wife's heart every day, I don't really mean like go out and buy flowers every day, go out and buy perfume and gifts and all that stuff. What I mean is... One of the best ways you can win your wife's heart, man, every day, number one, is show appreciation. And number two is do things without having been to be asked. Do those two things right there, you will you be all right. You be all right. Show appreciation and do things. If you see something needs to be done, anticipate her needs, that kind of stuff. You'll see, she'll love you for it. Okay. Uh number 38. Her husband is lazy, which is why many wives cheat. True. Yes. Nothing is more unmasculine than a lazy husband who is never present. That's the thing today, ain't it? He's not present, which means what? The husband's occupied, right? He's not there. When he's there, his mind ain't there. Okay. Women love us, but only put up with this for so long. Lazy husbands leave the door open for any Tom, Dick, or Harry to invade their space. Don't you be that man, okay? You know, I I can't tell you. Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of guys come to me and say my wife didn't respect me, especially guys who stay at home dads. They wife don't respect them. They say and they tell me that they know they don't. 
because it's, you're trying to do you're trying to do things the opposite of the way God has it set up. And so, of course, you're not going to be happy. Of course, you're going to feel disrespected. You know, you just big old strong, muscular, 170, 80, 200, 250 pound man, and you at home watching the kids. Now, I'm not saying guys who work from home. I'm not talking about that. That's totally different. But I mean, men that send their wives out to work and things like that. That's not, you know, that is the reason that you feel disrespected is because, well, you're not doing a respectful thing that men usually do. Um, and so trying to be like the world is going to get you hurt. You say you love God, then do what God has asked you to do. You go out and get two, three, four jobs if you got to, and your wife can watch the kids or at least spend, even though she has a job, she has time with the children. Okay. You're not supposed to be with the kids all the time. Your wife is as much as she can. Once your son gets two, then yeah, you spend a lot more time with him, but it's still the mother is the one that nurtures and cares for them. Okay. Um, lazy men, they play video games all the day. All they want to do is go to the golf course. You know, they're at work. I had a guy tell me a couple weeks ago, yeah, you know, I go to work, but I don't work. Now, that's un that's unchristian, ain't it? I go to work, but I don't work. You go and take the man's paycheck, but you don't do no work. That ain't cool. And so this life is, you know, a lot of people ain't going to like what I just said, um, and I, you know, but you got to understand this life is not about pleasure. It's not for pleasure seeking. This life is about suffering and being as Christ, as being the man that Christ calls you to be. And that's a soul laziness. Um, what's the word sloth? You know, that is a, a capital. I mean, it's a, um, a sin, you know, it's one of the deadly devils, one of the seven deadly sins, too. But nobody just like with with. Talking bad to our wife. Nobody thinks that they that they do that. It's like, oh, I don't do that. I'm not lazy, you know. But look, one thing you got, you can say whatever you want to about women. Women know a real man when they see one. Most of them do. All of them do. They know a real man when they see one. Now he might not be the most moral man in the world. He might not might not be the most holy man in the world. But women know a masculine man that's not going to let them just run over them um, when they see him. And that's what really women want. Women don't want a man like Adam in, in the Garden of Eden sat there right there, sat right there. It took me years for somebody to interpret that for me. That's why you need the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church interprets all that stuff. Eve, now, Adam and Eve are in the Garden of Eden. The snake comes up talking to Eve, and guess who's standing right there not saying nothing? Punk Adam. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Adam is right there, and he don't say nothing, just lets her do whatever she want to do. And look at us now, all of us broken, original sin, all that kind of stuff. This is why, this is why men are called to, we have our job, women have their job, Okay. Women do not like men who women can just who they can just run over. They don't. You think that men think that if I just give her whatever she wants, she's gonna leave me alone. No, she's gonna disrespect you because she ain't gonna respect you. And most women, if they don't respect you, they ain't gonna have sex with you if you're married. You know, but that's something that that's something that we as husbands got to think about. It's a tough thing to go against our wife and 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 make her unhappy for even a short period of time. 
But you got to remember, man, that if you have Christ on your side, when I say Christ on your side, that means I am doing what God would have me do. And sometimes doing what God would have you do upsets your children. It upsets your wife. But if you have Christ on your side, they'll get over it. They will. They will. And if you do it lovingly and caring and you're not a jerk about it and you're not being an ogre, they'll get over it. Because they know, especially if you're a server in the family, like if you serve, you're, if you serve in the family, like you take care of God first, your wife in marriage, then your children, before you think about yourself, then your wife might be upset at first, but then she'll say later on when she's by herself, she'll go, you know what? He's, he, 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 I didn't like what he did, but he's doing what's best for us. That's a whole different mindset from your wife than going to tell her divorced friend, well, you know, he spent all the money and he don't ever do nothing and he don't spend no time with me and he, he don't care about me and he don't go to work. See the difference of what I just said? Um, and that's important. Again, gentlemen, if your wife is not shouting from the mountaintops how great of a husband you are, you've got problems. Okay, next, number 39. Two more, y'all, two more. There is, number 39, there is no intimacy outside the bedroom, which kills intimacy inside the bedroom. This is one of the holy lover gifts that I had to put in here. Okay, so what is a holy lover gift? The holy lover gift is when you enter my program, there are 33 gifts that you must try to master and understand and get a good ha uh, habit on so that you can try to bring your wife around and she starts to see that you're not the same guy that you were. And when you adopt these gifts, that when I call them gifts, they are gifts that you as a husband bestow upon your beloved wife. Okay. And this one right here is a very important one. I'm going to say it again. Number 39, there is no intimacy outside the bedroom, which kills intimacy inside the bedroom. Many men think that I can have sex with my wife anytime I want, and she'll just do it, and she won't say nothing, thing like that. And most women will. If your wife loves you and you won't make love, she will. She will, because that's just how women are. They're ordered toward that, right? But after a while... It ain't like they don't, they'll, they'll stop. The older they get, they'll stop doing that. If, if a woman starts to think, well, darn, he don't spend no time with me. He neglects me. He treats me bad. He, 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 he calls me names. He yells at me. Um, you know, all of a sudden now she's like, she don't, he, he you forget my, 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 my birthday, <laughs> you know, uh, most guys don't forget their wife's birthday, but just an example, dude, these things, they start to to make her that's intimacy outside the bedroom. You know, like you must get her ready. You understand what I'm saying? Intimacy of great conversations of we talk and we have a bottle of glass of wine together and we, we relax, we can relax with each other and we can open up to each other. That is how women fall in love and keep fire and passion for their husband. If all the time, if all you know, if you never see her, if she never sees you, or you never see her, and you guys don't bond and things like that, then that kills the intimacy when you make love inside the bedroom. Another thing, guys don't you got to understand? You know, guys don't want to bring they don't want to bring God inside their bedroom either. That's another big mistake. 
You need grace from God to keep your intimate, to keep intimacy passionate and loving and inclusive of God, your wife, and yourself. Okay, you need that. You need that intimacy. It's important. Intimacy outside the bedroom enhances intimacy inside the bedroom. Wives want to be one every day. Courted, dated, made to feel extremely special. Think about it. Many wives are in the workforce and are dumped on or overworked all day long. Then they come home to the same thing of a husband who lacks passion, fire, and appreciation for them. If you had a husband like that, who would you react to? I mean, how would you react? Okay, you see what I'm saying? I started thinking about this uh, a month or two ago. Like, if we have a wife and she goes out no matter where she works and she works even just eight hours a day, most people at work, they get dumped on, right? Even the bosses. It's a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of time. That's why you get paid for it because it's a job. <laughs> you know, even it's a career, it's still a job. It's taxing, it's stressful. There's demands on your time, on yourself. And some people, at many folks' jobs, they're, they're jerks. They can't handle the stress, so they turn into jerks. Or they were jerks before they came. So your wife is in that all day long, and then she comes home to a husband who has no fire or passion or empathy or doesn't care or really particularly care about what will happen at her job at their day. And then your wife, then, you know, if you were, if you were her husband, if you were a woman, how would you think about that? You know, and, and this is why I, I try to get men and women to look at the relationship not just from your point of view, but from the others, your spouse's point of view, because then you won't be so selfish. You won't just think about the relationship from both sides and you'll see, man, you'll, you will change just with that little bit of knowledge of man. Am I, I mean, would I marry me again? <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. So the last one of the 40 reasons that women kept that, that wives cheat, she is weak and neglectful in her Catholic faith. Oh, you want to be a, you want to be content as a woman. You want to be at peace with yourself. You want to be fulfilled and satisfied as a woman. Then you must gain knowledge of Christ and his church. The love of Christ is knowledge of Christ. It is. We say we love Christ, then what are we doing? You know, hooping and howling every Sunday. After we leave church on Sunday, don't pick up one scripture. Don't pick up, don't watch one video on, 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 on the church. Don't, don't read one commandment. Don't do not one thing of spiritual reading. Don't go to one daily mass. Don't go to one adoration. Don't pray one rosary. Don't do nothing. Don't even pray for our husband. And this right here is what it's called demonic uh, oppression, which means that if a wife is not praying, she's not engaging in the sacraments. If she's not engaged in spiritual warfare, of course, what do you think is going to happen? Christ is going to come right, right in there and get all up in your business. Even, I mean, if, especially if your husband is not engaged in spiritual warfare, you as a woman, you just putty out there. You are okay. 
it's important that if you want, I tell women all the time, if you want a holy, loving, saintful husband that treats you well, loves you with all his heart, you got to pray for that. You got to pray for him. Your husband, many women, you've got to understand many men, mostly all of us, all of us, all men, include me. When it comes to relationships, we are degenerates. <laughs> okay? We are degenerates. We don't know nothing. You can't expect this high level of 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 uh of of this high level of relationship. Um what's the word? This high level of relationship, you know, aptness when you are not praying for us. We're men. If you want your husband to be a great husband, you need to pray for him. Engage for him. Pray a rosary for him. Inner spiritual warfare for him. So that he changes his heart for you. Just going out here and bitching and whining to other people about your husband is not going to do nothing but do nothing. It's going to make your your husband doesn't even know, especially if you're one of those women that you don't even tell your husband what's wrong, then how's he supposed to fix it? Or what he's supposed to know? How stupid is that? Is he supposed to read your mind? Because the demon is going to, if he's not praying, if he's, um, you know, even if we he is praying, we still get influenced by the demons. We still do. So if you don't even tell your husband what he's doing wrong, he can't read your mind. How's he going to know? And another thing, too, when you're a woman, when you come to your husband, you have to come to him like a woman and be loving and, and, and nurturing and, and not nagging him. Sit down and, and, and let him know that, hey, I want something I want to talk to you about. And I don't know. I don't, I've never met one. And look, I've met every man in the world. But I will say, if you come to your husband and sit him down and say, I want to talk to you about something, and he knows you're serious and you're not bitching and nagging at him, most men will sit down and do it and talk to you and take you serious. But if you come to your husband and you bitching at him and whining at him, he's just going to tune you out. Okay? This is why when a wife neglects her faith, she neglects her family. I can't tell you how many women right now that they neglect their faith. They don't pray. They barely even go to church. And if they do, they, they act like some old, old 80 year old man in the, in the thing where all their arms crossed. Can't wait to get out of there. You know, no wonder why you're looking at other men and, and letting and thinking about cheating on your wife and, and I'm mean, cheating on your husband and going on dating sites and all this kind of crazy mess. Look, Ladies, that stuff is not going to make you feel better. More and thing is what it's going to do. If you let a man and if you if you have sex with another man, that's just going to hurt your soul. It's going to damage your soul even more than already is damaged. What I would what I would beg you to do is get in prayer, get in adoration, go to God and go to your husband. Them are the only two or your priest. Them are the only three that really can help you that really will try to help you. Now, if you got up one of those priests to go, yeah, divorce your husband because he don't, he ain't got no sense. Then you find another priest. But most priests, if you go to him and, and let them know what the problem is and you don't, and you, and you come to him without one side in the story, most priests will can help you. They will help you, you know, and your husband and God, 
those are the ways that you get a good marriage. But expecting your husband to, to know all this stuff about you and read your mind, that's not fair for one. And number two, it doesn't work. Okay? So bringing it all together, that's 40. Bring it all together. Cheating on your spouse is a horrible act. But as we have seen over these last four episodes, it is a complicated situation. When a wife cheats, she has convinced herself that is that it is what is right and just for all of the pain she has experienced from her husband over the years. The best way to handle cheating is to put actions as a husband in place to prevent it in the first place. But most men are lazy and overworked and uneducated in the intricacies of marriage and relationships. Most husbands, most husbands ignore the obvious and only consider things worthy of his attention if it is an emergency. The way of handling marriage issues is archaic. I'm sorry. This way of handling marriage issues is archaic and will wind him up in divorce court. Wives have too many outlets these days to put up with inattention, neglect, and bad communication. They will just go out and allow someone, men included, to talk them into abandoning their marriage and family. And as and as you've seen by the enormous divorce rate and the stat of, of the divorces filed, 80% are filed by women. Again, if you are not paying attention to your wife, you better believe there is some home wrecker out there that sure is. Lastly, many husbands make the mistake of confronting the man who is having an affair with his wife. This is a huge mistake and causes more problems than it is worth. As a husband, you must take responsibility for your wrongdoings in the marriage and move to correct them. Looking in the mirror is your friend. Your job is to fix yourself and draw your wife away from the home wrecker and back to her beloved husband. Once a wife is committing adultery and decide to leave or divorce you, what makes you think you could convince her to return to the same old marriage, the same old husband, the same old misery she's experienced in the past? When the man she is with is listening to her, making her feel special, making her the most important thing in his life, is passionate about her and lets her know it each and every time he speaks to her. I must ask, as a husband, are you doing this? Are you making your wife feel like a real special woman who is important to you and who you devote your every action to daily? In order to get a cheating wife back, you must become unlike all the other men out there in society. Your wife married you because to her, you were different, special, and you made her feel special and unique as well. Now, someone else has moved in on your space. Are you willing to do the work to nudge the home record back out of your space? Or are you going to allow Satan to steal your family and the woman who was once the woman of your dreams? Your wife has her faults and so do you. But there is only one person God holds responsible for your marriage. And can you guess who that is? Be you wuss or be you warrior? This is the battle cry of the Christian soldier. God love you. Bam. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and Facebook. 
If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right. Okay. Okay. So, in conclusion, um, first off, there will be no show Thursday because it is Thanksgiving, and I'm going to be grubbing. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I hope that you got something out of this series. Um, I did it because I thought it'd be interesting, and I did it because I hoped I was hoping that it would help. I had a woman email me and say. I guess she was a white. Well, she was married. She says, "Would this, would this help? Would this help a, uh, 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 would this help me, uh, or, or my husband?" Uh, I was like, "Well, yeah, you got to change some things, but you know, it's kind of the same." But so that lets you guys know that women are interested too in what we do. Women want a better man. They really do. The feminist thing. Women don't want to be feminist. They really don't because they're all, most of them are unhappy and miserable. They want a man who loves them, a man who's going to take care of them, just like how God set it up. It hasn't changed, even though it's 2023. It hasn't changed. We think it's changed, but it's not. You know, women are miserable. They really are. And you, hear, what's, their, what's their battle cry? I don't need a man for this. I don't need a man for that. Well, that's not true. It's not true. You do need a man. You need a man who loves you, respects you, wants to have a family with you and build, have children, create saints, journey towards God. That's what you need a man for. I had a, a man, um, a dude tell me the other day that his wife told him, I don't need no man to have a relationship with God. See, that's that's craziness. You might not be sure you can have a relationship with God, but we're talking about to get the extent to the fullest relationship with God. And that means you got to do your vocation. Your vocation to either be married or be religious life, a priest, a nun, uh, a, a religious uh, single person or whatever. You know, I'm sorry, religious person, you know, either religious life or what you got to decide what you're going to do. But you got to give your life away for something to grow closer to God. Single people, it's hard for them to go closer to God because they have they're not sacrificing for nothing. That's why when you hear people say it's a man's job to get his wife to heaven, that's one of his main jobs. A woman's job is to help her husband get to heaven. Why? Because in marriage, we sacrifice, we suffer, we, 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 we compromise, we, we chisel each other, the imperfections off each other, and we become holy. That's what, and that's what priests and nuns do. It's the same thing because they have the church. The nuns have Christ. 
You have to, in order to get close to God, we have to give our life away for something. And for men, it's all, it's God, our wife, and our children. That's how we become holy. So with that being said, we end today and conclude as we always do with the quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You, my friend, were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!